We're still on Christmas break over here at Ampwell Media, and so we took a break from recording new episodes. This one here, though, is a reboot of a past episode that I really, really enjoyed. This was with the founder of High Voltage Leadership, Lindsay White. She basically gives us a mini masterclass on how to motivate and inspire your employees, your team to become the best that they possibly can and thereby give you the best results possible in your business. And this is just such an important topic because as leaders of our businesses, we're leaders of people. And so if we can do just a few things a little bit different to increase that engagement and increase the motivation of our team, we are going to have more successful businesses. You don't want to skip this episode. Check out the replay now. Welcome to another episode of Amplify Your Business. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership. We're going to be talking in that dirty word, HR. Uh, and we're going to learn a lot from Lindsay White, who is the founder of High Voltage Leadership. So welcome to the show, Lindsay. Awesome. Thank you. I'm really pleased to be here. Okay. So tell me a little bit about High Voltage Leadership. Uh, when you started the business, what that journey has looked like thus far. Yeah, so I sort of refer to myself as an accidental entrepreneur. It wasn't, I didn't set out uh, to start my own uh, consulting and coaching practice, um, but I, I found myself in 2017, I had left my HR role. I was working for a financial institution uh, based here in Alberta and unfortunately found myself working for someone who was a pretty toxic leader and decided uh, that that I just wasn't, uh, that wasn't going to work for me any longer. But I knew as a part of my uh, HR business partner practice in that organization, I loved asking a smart person a really great question that they really didn't know how to answer. Mm. And so I had already committed uh, to a coaching certification program, a pretty extensive one. Um, and what I was able to do was jump from my corporate job right into that coaching program. And I spent basically an entire year just deeply immersed in my coaching practice. And I, I had been coaching leaders for quite a long time, but I was really able to deepen and strengthen and broaden uh, my own coaching practice. And I just you know, got to kind of be a student uh, for about 12 months. And it was awesome. And I worked with some incredible people. And some of my peers actually challenged me and said, why don't you start your own coaching practice? And I thought, geez, I don't know. Like, <laughs> why don't I? I just had never occurred to me. Yeah. Um, and so I did. I, I started my own coaching practice, not really understanding what I was doing or why, you know, what, what I was getting myself into at the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but what, what I've uncovered is that in fact, I, I, I really do. I love, I'm a lifelong learner anyways. And so I love the ongoing um, learning that happens as an entrepreneur and a small business owner. Every single day, I learn something about myself. I learn something about my business. I learn something about my practice. Um, and so, yeah, so I've spent the last, um, this is just, I'm at the start of my fourth full year in business. Um, and uh, so I have, I've just learned a ton, certainly through the last three couple years of COVID. Um, yeah. Man, if you can, you know, if you can sort of survive through that, I think you could probably just about live through any other catastrophe. Yeah, um, not not the most exceptional time to be trying to grow a business. However, I made it work. I made it happen. I found other revenue streams that sort of kept me afloat. 
um, doing, you know, still doing coaching, but just doing different types of coaching and, and working through other organizations. Um, and now, you know, sort of on the other side of that, really feeling the energy and the growth in my own practice and, um, and feel really good about where I'm headed, you know, in the next couple of years. Yeah. And so now you call yourself a people operations expert. What does that even mean, I guess? Yeah. So it, what it means is that I have a deep and broad expertise in, in people practices. So HR, but the truth is for many of us, especially if we've worked in any kind of corporate capacity at all, the, just the thought of human resources makes you wrinkle your nose, right? For many of us, we have not had a great experience dealing with HR professionals. And so I'm hesitant to say that. Um, and beyond that, I am not your average HR consultant, right? Um, what I do really is about helping small businesses create programs and processes that absolutely inspire and motivate and get the very best out of their people. And so that's why I talk about people operations, because I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, and we're people businesses. I mean, there yeah. isn't a small business in Alberta for sure, but I think on the face of this planet that does not revolve around the people. And so if we can master that, we are going to have a successful business most likely just because of that. We definitely on the flip side, if we fail at the people part, we are going to have a business that fails as well. A hundred percent. I often say to my clients, your people are your greatest asset. Mm -hmm. They're also your biggest expense normally, right? Like that payroll line looks real big on that income statement, but they 100% are your greatest asset. And if your people are happy, if they are inspired, if they have a place to work where they get to do their best work every day, they will make your clients happy and your clients will bring you all their money. It's just that simple. Yeah. So, okay. So now tell me, because I, I just absolutely love it when we can have an opportunity to have a subject matter expert like yourself on our show, because yeah. our audience of small business people, you know, they are going to learn a lot from you here today. So tell me, what are some of the secrets to becoming a high voltage leader then as an entrepreneur? Yeah. So secret number one, um, and I think this is a Mark, Tw- Mark Twain quote, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher it, but use your ears and your mouth in the proportion God gave them to you. Yeah. Listen more, talk less. And when I say, listen, I don't just mean listen to formulate your own response to whatever someone else is saying, listen to understand, listen to connect, listen with empathy, Hmm. like really, like really take in the information that someone is giving you without judgment and reaction, because ultimately our teams and our people have really, really valuable insights for us. They have valuable insights about our customer because often they are the ones dealing with our customer in the trenches every day. They have really valuable insights about our competitors because they're listening. They have the ear to the ground um, in terms of what others are doing in our marketplace. And they have really great insights about how our business is actually working or not, right? Like we sometimes have processes that make their lives hard. That's inefficient and ineffective and it costs us money. So the number one tip is just close your mouth, open your ears and listen with intention. 
So now in your business, because you have the coaching and you also have, you know, the leadership training and all that, how do you merge those two and really help businesses then um, navigate with what it can be a very stressful and difficult uh, journey for them through that leadership development and HR processes and everything else that they need to have in place to have that successful business? Yeah, that's it's such a great question. And you're right. It can be really overwhelming. So the most important piece, you know, I start with the business owner understanding how, what is authentic for them in terms of leadership, because every single one of us is different. We have different attributes and different competencies in our natural state, like just who we are. So really harnessing what makes them an awesome leader and helping them build an authentic brand and style so that they can show up in a way where they are their most purposeful and passionate. That's step number one. And then bringing that into their personal life, because you got to show up and lead from within wherever you are, leveraging that in their business. So really understanding who do they want to be as a business owner, as a CEO? What does that mean to show up as a strategic leader in their organization? And some of that can actually get very granular. What What do you need to be doing and what do you need to not be doing in order to have the capacity to lead effectively, to set that vision and really step into and be confident in that space, right? Then to be able to to look at the business from that strategic level and understand who, what I need, who I need, when I need them, to put it the most simply. Um, And for many business owners, you know, we have employees that we're very close to, Um, And the reality is we have to step back from those relationships to understand what's right for the business, what's going to grow our business, and how do we connect the talented people to the business strategy overall so that that we can really realize that growth and we can create programs and leverage the talent, whether we have to go to the marketplace and buy it or whether we can grow it from the inside, right, so that we can create that vision that we, you know, we sort of have in our mind and that strategy that we've created to get there. Hmm. Yeah. I, and I really liked what you said about the identifying uh, the things not to be doing. Right. And that is such a key piece, I think, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, because if we, if we're not really diligent in identifying the things that we need to get off our plate, we just can't find the space then to do the things that we need to do in order to be that successful leader that we all want to be. 100%. And I would add to that, we can actually become the bottleneck in our business. We, and I've seen this with clients, we get in the way of enabling our talented people to do what they're supposed to do because we can't stop touching it. Yeah. Right. We're so invested. I'm in, I mean, I'm the same way. Don't get me wrong. I'm invested in my business, but at a certain point, I have to let the expert that I've hired or that I've trained do what they're really good at. And I actually need to take two big steps back to let them do it. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of business owners, we get, we get really myopic. we get really head down in our businesses and it's also very comfortable. We're used to doing Right. We're very, very confident in that space of the act of the action or activity. And in fact, being a strategic leader and really thinking about that business from that 50,000 foot view, that can feel uncomfortable when you start doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We gravitate towards doing it. Right. We're in the business, we're firing out those emails. We're doing that stuff. We're you know making things happen. 
But in fact, is that really the best use of our time and our capacity? Probably not. Yeah. So how do you how do you help business owners navigate through that and really get to the things that they should not be doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I think that's a challenge. We all understand it. We've all been told this. We, yeah. we get the concept. We get the strategy of it. But it's the execution part that I always find difficult for myself, but also talking to other entrepreneurs, extremely difficult for, for everybody, it seems like. So can you give us any tips as to how you like really zero in and help businesses with that? Yeah. So this is where the blending of the consulting and the coaching becomes extremely valuable. So as a coach, I really help you examine what you're doing and how you're behaving in a way that you can't see for yourself because we can't read the label in from inside the bottle. Right. So that's number one, really helping you examine why you're behaving that way and and how that behavior is reflecting for other people. Right. Like what what's causing you what 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 are you feeling discomfort from tackling some of those pieces? Maybe they're limiting beliefs. Maybe they're a narrative that you have created in your own head um, and really understanding what those are. And are they really true? Right. Um, And then the other part of it is keeping the client super focused on what's the strategy. What are you trying to accomplish here? What's the vision? How are you creating that for others? How are you enrolling your team in that vision so they can do and are doing the work you need them to do? How are you, again, how are you creating a performance management process? How are you rewarding the behaviors that you need to see from them that are going to ultimately accomplish that strategy and build that vision? So when we can create a situation where there's coaching for the business owner and they're feeling confident and powerful and really motivated, but yeah. also there's programs that give them confidence that their team and their people operation strategy is fired on all cylinders. Those two things together uh, then create a space for the business owner to feel confident, to really step into that strategic leadership space um, and really um, navigate from that level. Really great. I, I love that advice. And, and and something else that I saw on your website that I was just really intrigued by is you offer part of the programs, something called positive intelligence. Yeah. And so that's a new term for me, probably for our audiences as <laughs> yeah. well. So, so tell me, what is the positive intelligence program? Because that sounds like something that I would love to have. <laughs> Some more yeah, positive and, intelligence. And, and this is the coolest part. Positive intelligence is literally for every single human. So it is an operating system um, based on the best-selling book by Shirzad Shamin. And he created, uh, he did some uh, research, factor analysis. And what he came to understand is similar to how we have three primary colors, red, yellow, and blue that make the rainbow. Um, There are sort of three primary pieces that we all need in terms of our mental fitness to be more positive, more focused, um, to move forward with, you know, real purpose and intention and energy. Um, and that's what this operating system, this six-week boot camp that I uh, coach is absolutely all about. It's about, first of all, understanding who your saboteurs are. Who are those jerks in your head that are talking negative crap to you, right? I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Uh, you know, I, I'm not working hard enough. That imposter syndrome people talk about. Yeah, so which is people, real. Like, yeah. It is real. And we all have it. We all have it. In this program, we break it down a little bit more. So we give you real insight into who you're up against. It's kind of like a wanted poster. And as painful as that sounds, that's the first step that you have to to take to know how then to quiet that voice. 
And that's the, that's the whole program is really the tools and the techniques to help you turn down the volume, to manage that conversation that's happening in your own head. And there's really some neuroscience behind it. It's actually about making the shifts in the way your brain operates so that you can move from that more reptilian place in your brain, the amygdala and the limbic system where we get triggered. We hear lots of people talk about being triggered. And then you can move into the prefrontal cortex and some of the other circuitry in your brain um, so that you can have more empathy, you can think more strategically, you can be more innovative and creative, and you can navigate some of those tricky, difficult, triggering situations a whole lot more effectively, and you can move forward way more efficiently and way more positively. I love it. Okay, so now with your coaching and, and these programs, do you find that it's usually just the business owner, the entrepreneur that's running through that themselves? Or is this something in which it's they're incorporating, you know, maybe their senior team into the training as well? How, what's yeah. the approach that is typically done there? They, do they take it first and then introduce those concepts into the company or yeah. do the whole company? That that's a lot of the time is I start with the business owner and they find such incredible success, particularly with the six week positive intelligence bootcamp. Um, and I do that actually that six weeks I've incorporated to all of my private uh, coaching client engagements. So we all, we do that work right up front and then we know what kind of stinker we're managing. Right. Um, and my, whether it's a leader in their own business or whether it's leaders inside of organizations, they inevitably come back to me and say, I have three or four more people that I want to put through this program. I want my whole, you know, my 10 person team to do this program. The beautiful part about that is it gives them common language. Um, they can uh, work together and collaborate and understand, you know, who's saboteurs uh, are talking right? I can understand your behavior better because I know you have a high achiever saboteur and that's why you're a bit of a workaholic. And I can help you uh, manage that conversation that you're having in your own head, in your own space. And you can help me with mine because maybe I'm a bit of an avoider. And so I tend to procrastinate. Well, for sure, if I'm an avoider and I procrastinate and your high achiever is saying, we need to work harder. No wonder we're having conflict, right? Then we can engage in a, a much more sophisticated conversation. And the truth is we can both get into our sage perspective and we can deal with each other with greater empathy and understanding. From there, you can come up with really productive solutions and great ways to work together. Ah, this is incredible stuff. And so the thing that I love about what you're doing is just that blend of the strategy and the coaching and everything. You look at HR with a different lens than a lot of the people that I've talked to um, who are HR specialists, right? And so you're kind of given everything that we need because we need to have that that mental shift in the way that we're thinking about things. We need the strategic focus in terms of how do we integrate this in the business and enable the business to grow because of having the right focus and and pieces in place. And then you have all the HR processes, policies, and all that stuff too, right? Absolutely. That stuff has to come later. If you lay the groundwork for great leadership and you lay the groundwork for great, uh, you know, sort of people operations, as I like to say it, yeah, the, the, the processes, the programs, the policy manuals, all that stuff, you can build that tactical stuff easy. That's, that's not rocket science, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's getting the pieces right in the beginning um, that, that make those other outcomes super simple. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody wanted to reach out to you and ask you some questions, get some advice or engage yeah. you in one of these programs, how would they do so? 
Yeah, 100%. And I love to engage. So you can find me on my website, highvoltageleadership.ca. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can find Lindsay White on LinkedIn. Would love to chat with you there. Um, Facebook and Instagram as well. So you can send me a DM. Uh, I am always happy uh, to interact, to answer questions, uh, to chat with people that really are curious about how they can be a better leader and build a more effective team. Fantastic. And you are a high voltage coach here because this is incredible. What you've just laid down now in just a few minutes, I can't imagine the value that people are going to get out of the programs. And so thank you very much for sharing some of your expertise today. I know I really appreciate it. And I'm sure our audience did as well. Oh, it was absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for asking so many great questions. Okay, so if you like this episode, please head over to amplifyyourbusiness.ca. That's where you're going to find our archive. And if you happen to be an entrepreneur with a great story or a subject matter expert like Lindsay, then reach out to us via that form because you could be featured on an upcoming episode. Thanks again, Lindsay. I really appreciate it. And to everybody else out there, have a prosperous day. 